Yeah, we are now, okay. Okay, yeah, we're now we're now in progress. All right, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the 100th edition of the Mental Threads podcast. It's, that's a podcast? No, podcast. <laughs> Yes, it's crazy. It's a long time coming. I can't believe I reached a hundred and like, it's just, it's amazing. I'm still shooting for 150. Got 50 more episodes. And uh, the lucky person on this 100th episode is uh, Taylor Pierce. Would she like to say her piece? Hello, my name is Taylor Pierce. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. My ID name is local trap god underscore. And that's really it. Not too extravagant. Mm. All right, cool. Local trap god in the house. It's me. <laughs> per se. Uh, yeah, me and Taylor, uh, we pretty much just messed up, met off uh, north of uh, Instagram, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, basically. So then she just decided to hop on <laughs> out of the blue, which I really do appreciate because like, a lot of people be flaking on me, man. There was no wonder, like, man, who's going to be the 100th episode? And it's just like, you know, it you decided. You decided to hop on. Thank you for helping it and try to help my dreams and stuff. So I appreciate that. Thanks for asking. Let me be a part of it. That 100 episode takes a lot of work. I tell you that. No, seriously. To talk about after a while. I mean, it's not hard to find things to talk about. Like when it just comes to just meeting new people and everything and you're just talking to people about their own lives. You know, it's just like if you're spoken to somebody. It's it's not really hard when it comes to a podcast. So, what, what's all that stuff in the background? It is my dog thinking that he wants to also be a part of the episode. Um, Let him be part of it. Let him just sit in your lap or something. I don't know. My dog's yeah, in here too, but he's like really quiet. He's just kind of laying on my bed. He's one of those dogs that the slightest noise, he feels like he needs to say his piece. <laughs> he needs to say his piece. I think my dog just took after me and like he just he just lays around in my bed and everything. So it's just I need to start taking him for a walk. You know, that, I'm feeling bad now because it's just like, dang, I could, <laughs> I could definitely take him for a walk every once in a while. It wouldn't kill. And everything. I would love to be that dedicated. I mean, I walk him every now and then, but it's yeah, he just really climbs up the stairs and do his little workout and chase my ferret around. It just last time. It's just last time I took my dog for a walk. It rained and I spoiled my phone. And I had to get a new phone. Just, it was just so crazy. Plus, it's just like me trying to like find a job, which I think I found a job now. Like I think working for Novant Health. I think. Congratulations. Yeah, I just I'm just it's just a little like a care something care patient thing. Like I'm gonna be putting in data and stuff like that. They're gonna show me the way like for two weeks, but honestly, I'm gonna check in with like the other job I was hoping to get. Um, okay. Because it's like, it was like with a black home care agency and stuff. They said they're going to pay me $19. And this job just said they're going to pay me like $15 and something sometime. But it's just like, you know. I will go where the money is. And that $19 sounds really nice. Yeah, but it sounds really iffy because, like, literally, she said I was supposed to start on September 12th. And then, like, she just freaking, like, I don't know. Like, she said she pushed it to October. And I'm just like, that's I cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was, she had to pray on it first. And I was cool with it. And it was just like, you know, but, you know, that's just, I feel like I catch on the jobs like that more than this yeah. job. At least I get to wear a suit at that job too. Like this job, I have to wear scrubs. And I don't know if, I don't know if I feel comfortable wearing scrubs and stuff. But I'm not going to lie, I'd much rather dress up, not dress up, but you, you know, just nice little, little dress skirt, pencil skirt, whatever works. Yeah, whatever. But enough about jobs and everything. I know you. <laughs> I know you say you're from a Fayetteville and everything. I know I, I I know that's like home of J. Cole and stuff. And it's just like, um, just tell me and explain to me, like, what's the experience of growing up in a place like a Fayetteville or Vietnam, so to speak? Fayetteville, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a military city, military town, whatever you want to call it. It's not really exciting. Um, but I tell you, there is all walks of life here. That's for sure. You can meet just about any type of person you could think of. But it's not anything crazy, you know? It's just regular. Um, people really move here to either settle down or just serve their time in the military. But, um, but yeah, it's one oh. of them calm towns. No, actually, let me take that back. If you're an adult, like an older adult, and you're looking to settle down, it's calm. But it really be jumping all the time, like crime-wise. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't call it Vietnam for nothing. So it's just like... But it's just at the same token and everything, because I know like uh, J. Cole is a military brat himself, so it's just like mm -hmm. that's probably why like he ended up growing up in Fayetteville uh, to Nine begin with. Ten. 
Oh, also, he came down here when the George Floyd stuff was going on. And me and my mom, we just so happened to, uh, to be in the area because there's a Walmart on this road called Skybo. Mm-hmm. And we saw people doing uh, the protest up and down there. So we decided to go downtown and me and my mom were walking on the sidewalk and this lady walked by. She said, J. Cole is here. And we we're like, yeah, all right. Because if he's here, he's not going to let you know he's here. And that was one of those situations like she's probably capping. But we looked across the street and just as tall as he could be, he was definitely there. And I was like in shock. You just saw <laughs> the dress. And I was like, oh, wow, it's J. Cole. It's really J. Cole. He had his uh his uh N95 mask on and everything. So this is like a few months after Corona uh really hit everybody. So everybody had masks and stuff outside. But it was it was definitely a fangirl moment for me. But I didn't fangirl like how I wanted to because this was a serious moment. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, he's all about the causes for sure. Like I remember, I remember one time I saw J. Cole. It was um. It was literally uptown in Charlotte when it was like a freaking um what you call it them damn all star weekends and shit. Oh. Yeah, uh, Hornets and everything. But I didn't know that was him. I was just driving like my mom's car and everything <laughs> uptown. I'm like, uh, hold up, is that he has long dress? Like is that J Cole's like, man, that's probably not J. Cole. I didn't know that was him because I know he had the colorful like hoodie and everything. Right. I, yeah, no, nah, seriously, I didn't know it was him until like really like when I saw him on that all star game performing. Like, oh my god, I drove past J Cole. And I'm like, dang, that's so crazy. It is that's like, man, like that happens. He literally just walks around. It's just like, it's just nothing for him. Like it's, it's just very- like I feel I want to be like that, like secure in my life where it's just like, I don't really care. It's just like whatever. Yeah, like, he's, he's real casual. And when he was down there, uh, well down here, he um he was just walking. He doesn't really he wasn't really speaking to anybody until the uh, the news crew, ABC eleven, until they started uh walking up on him and that's when he started speaking for real and then when we got uh near what's that museum called i can't remember but when we got to the end of the street he was talking to the mayor of fayetteville and a few other people um and the and the head person of the movement and stuff everybody was doing their protests and organizing their own protests so I was like, Whew. yeah, man, this this is crazy. Like, I know I interviewed uh, one police officer by the name of Officer McPherson on an earlier episode. He talked about his experiences talking to J. Cole and said that J. Cole's like a very down to earth type of person, just a real chill dude and everything. I think it was like in regards to just delivering um, his, uh, his, his baby and everything. <laughs> His uh, wife was there and stuff, and like you know, this is he just told me like how like down to earth he was and how like chill he was and everything. So it's just like you know, it's just sometimes like well, I be thinking about it like man, I'm really 24 and turn to 25, and I feel like dang, I really haven't done anything at all. Like it's just like I be feeling like I haven't done anything yet, like music wise or whatever. And I just be wanting like think like man, as soon as I find this other job or oh, as soon as I get back into the studio again, like it's on, it's on, it's on. But it's just like you know, it's just you just never know, you know. Yeah, it's one of them things I'm starting to realize, too, that things happen on their own time. And you, <clears throat> whether you like it or not, it's going to happen at that pace and not the pace that you want it. And it's OK to be humble and patient because it pays off a lot. But also, it's like when you take the necessary actions and precautions to set them things up, they will definitely sort themselves out. And it's, I'm trying to take my own advice right now. And it's super hard. Because the society we have right now is very instant gratification type. And to have things go in a process instead of, you know, right there in your face all the time, every second, is is truly hard. But navigating it, it works when you have your friends and people who support you. That's for sure. Yeah, no, seriously, man. It's just like now when doing this whole podcast situation, it's like a whole networking process as well. And, like, the cool thing about it is it's just, like, in regards to, like, like connecting with other people and networking with other people, mm-hmm. I feel like we're really going to look back at these episodes, like, years from now and be like, man, like, we were really talking about this, like, this many years from now, like, now we're, like, here, you know? And it's just, like, you know, I really, really look forward to, like, you know, being in that position, you know? And it's just, like, I feel like, you know, when I, whenever I'm in, like, a crisis or whatever, I'm going through things, whatever, it's just nice to know, like, I got this podcast thing, 
and I got the music thing going for me. So it's just like, you know, like later on, if I look back on this, I'd be like, hey, you know, like, you know, at least I kept pushing and everything. Cause there's a lot of people from back in the days that claim that they wanted to do this and like they never really took it anywhere, you know? Right. Oh, that echo terrible. Let me, let me try seeing if my hotspot is available instead. But I know that um, doing what you love will definitely, uh, will definitely put you in a happy place, no matter how you view it or where you were at during that time. That's how I feel about my art. I was like, looking at some of my pictures the other day I took of it, I was like, uh, I came a long way because it's all about growth. It's all about growth. It's all about transforming into a new person with your music, with your art, whatever that you do. And I have a lot of creatives as friends. Matter of fact, you just interviewed my friend Outcome yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow, really? Oh, you're friends with Outcome? Yes, I am. That is so good. I, yeah, that was a great um, interview and everything. I literally, I just came from like posting his uh, interview again. Uh, I need to really check and see if it already uploaded or not. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was a good conversation. He's at episode 99 and you're episode 100. So it's like y'all friends next, right next to each other. Yeah, <laughs> he's really cool, really cool. And very, very humble. And he's just a great, great person all around. I uh, I met him and a few of my other friends through Discord when we uh, had a big old group chat. And we were all sharing things that we do and uh, like where we're from, yada, yada, yada. And one of the people that was basically in charge of the group chat told us that he was inviting his friend and he knew him. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then after a while, everybody got to know each other. And it was, it was you know, pretty awesome I have friends all over the country all over the world and it's very exciting because they're all creatives just like me yeah and you just met another friend just now like I mean we're cool but it's just yeah but Abby did that discord group uh, that group chat because it's like um I'm on discord too I haven't been on in a while I'm I'm in a part of like a higher consciousness group chat and I haven't touched base with them in a little bit you know, it was actually nice. I was like, the other day, it's like one of the people from my from that group chat literally reached out to me. It's like, hey, you know, it's been a while since we've seen you. And everything, everything all right? It's like, yeah, I'm just trying to get my life together in regards to this, like me finding a job and everything. And oh, so I I said, yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, you want to be doing some of the things that you want to do. But it's just like, you know, you got to put all your priorities first. You know? mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, it's just like that and stuff of that nature so it's like yeah <laughs> that is so that is actually cool yeah, that's for sure so, so you think you can really uh add me into that group chat i'm not even gonna lie to you i haven't been on this court in a minute either <laughs> how long has it been for you um it made a year i stay in june because at the time i was living in midland texas mm. and I felt like I was like, you know, I don't think this is me anymore. I mean, I connected with a whole bunch of people and we're still very good friends, but some things happened and it didn't run how it used to be. And so Mm. I was just like, you know what? If that's the time in my life I got to close off, then that's just the time. So yeah, it's been a good minute, but we're still all very good friends. Oh yeah, no, it's good though. Like when it's just like you just move on with your life and you're not on some ill will type stuff and everything. Right. I-, I was hoping that maybe I could go back to NCCU for homecoming this year. Um, I'm hoping like if I don't find a hotel, I'll probably just kick it at my um one of my friends like um dormitory uh, rooms because like literally he has like a dormitory where it's like a- an apartment and everything. So mm-hmm. I could probably just kick it on a couch or whatever, you know, stuff like that. Or hit up like a friend's crib because it's just like you know I just miss like my college city, bro. Like I swear, that's like my second home. Like Durham, North Carolina. I, I don't know how long the times you've been to Durham. Have you been to Durham? I've only been maybe once. I can say with confidence because I don't really get around other places in North Carolina like that. Mm. But um, I have been to Charlotte maybe twice and Raleigh a handful of times, but mostly for concerts, of course. Because I feel like if anything i would do i'm gonna go to a concert <laughs> oh no no i bet it like how how many concerts and what concerts have you uh seen or been to oh man uh when i was 11 i saw wait 
Yeah, when I was 11, I saw Diggy Simmons because I was going through my fangirl era. And then I saw Mindless Behavior in like 2014. Oh, you're yeah. one of them people. Okay. Yeah, I was I was one of them, but I'm not one of them crazy Nicki Minaj stands. But um, I, what? Well, Nicki Minaj, I can get behind, but the whole Mindless Behavior thing, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's not for everybody. And I'm okay with that. But 20, ooh. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how I forgot about this. Speaking of J. Cole, so 2015 was my junior year of high school, and this was like right before I met my husband in high school. Mm. So I was talking to my friends, and I was like, yeah, I'm about to go to the J. Cole concert at the Crown Coliseum, because that was the last stop on his tour. And it was so amazing, because not only did he perform the album, but he got surprised by Drake and Jay-Z too that night. And I felt like my eyeballs were about to fall out my head because Dang. seeing Drake and Jay-Z in person, I was like, what? That is crazy, bro. I would have been like, whoa. Wait, was, so, uh, which city was this one taking place in? Raleigh or Charlotte? Fayetteville. 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 Okay, I see why. I see why he did that. I see yeah, why. Yeah, I was Dang. like we're going to get the best concert, yada, yada. And we did. I'm not going to lie. We definitely did. <laughs> that's good that J. Coco pull out for y'all like that, man. That's, that's nice. Because if I'm not mistaken, Jay-Z and Drake said, uh, I think if he sold out all the tickets on the, the last stop for Fayetteville, then they would come or something like that. And they definitely kept their promise. I completely forgot about it because this was during the time Drake and Meek Mill were beefing. And when he dropped that uh that little mixtape, and so when the DJ played, everything all right? Drake, and then it's me. And Kat. So I was like, "Wow, that is insane." But, um, what else? Oh, um, 20, 2018, I saw Top Dog Entertainment Festival with Kendrick and Sir. SZA didn't make it because she had a little vocal problem going on. Uh, uh, J-Rock, Absol. And uh, Isaiah Rashad was out there too? Actually, he wasn't. Uh, Either, wait, no, take that back. He definitely was. I was thinking of SZA still. Isaiah Rashad was there and I was, uh, and I think that's right after Black Panther came out too. So Kendrick did basically all of his albums, his mixtapes and the Black Panther panther album uh that night at the concert it was really surreal because i've been wanting to go to his concert since i was 12 because when good kid matt city came out i felt like i needed to experience that and i'm so glad i got a chance to yeah my mom got me the tickets for my birthday she's the best for that and then i went to see jadena in 2019 um that was so fun that uh 85 to Africa, highly recommend you listening to if you like a mixture of R&B and rap. Awesome album, like start to finish. Um, then the pandemic hit. We ain't going nowhere. 2021, though, I moved to Houston. Me and my husband went to go see Lucky Day that first week we got there. That was amazing, too. That was before um, he released his album. And then October, it's about to be a year since me and him went to go see Don Tolliver, uh, one of my favorite artists in the world, I can say with confidence. That was the best concert because everybody was happy to be there. It was just mosh pits. And we just had a whole bunch of fun meeting other people from around the country because there were some people who traveled there from Canada, some people who tra traveled there from Chicago. And I was like, Jesus. But um Let's see. And then we just saw Tyler, the creator, this past March. Oh, that's cool, man. I've been meaning to get, like, Tyler, the creator tickets, because that was the first concert I ever went to was Tyler, the creator. But I want to get that ticket now. But it's like, dude, like, that was when it was a little bit cheaper back then. I was just, I don't even know. You went to an Odd Future concert? No, just Tyler, the creator. Okay. It was, it was, was Tyler, creator, Taco, and Jasper that was there. But it was, like, a Tyler. It was, like, right after he dropped uh, Cherry Bomb. Oh, how could I forget? I saw Tyler in 2019, too, the when the Igor album dropped was insane literally was insane when new magic wand was performed like whole stadium shook 
Yeah, bro. The Tyler the Creator, that's that's crazy. I can't believe I really my first concert, I took my brother and we really went to Tyler the Creator, man. Like the whole and then after that, I think I went another concert I went to because I actually worked. I actually worked for Live Nation, so I get to get the check-in Ooh. concerts every now and then. I remember I got to see Russ, I got to see Logic. Uh, who else I got to see? Oh, dang. dang, that sounds like a dream job. <laughs> no, like I was, I was a parking attendant. So I only be there for a little bit. You know, it, it was pretty cool for a little. It was kind of fun. It was kind of boring. So like with the when I had the whole flag and everything for parking the cars, I would just dance to the flag and everything. Yeah, that, that just have fun on the job. And it was just, it was, it was a cool job. I liked it. I would consider working there again differently. It just kind of end badly because I fell off the truck and I broke my arm. And it was just like, dang. Yeah, that was the first time I ever broke anything. <laughs> and that was right before I went to college, man. I, like, I would have been so sick. Yeah, dude, that was not a good year. 20, I think, what was that, 20, early 2018? I don't know. It was just, because like, I, I I, actually um crashed my Cadillac um earlier that year. And then it's just, I was trying to work super hard to get me another car. And then it's just, I broke my arm. And I'm just like, fuck. You was getting jumped by 2018. Yeah, no, 2018, 2017 were both horrible years. Oh, my gosh. You look no lies. No lies about that. I don't know why, bro. It was just so shitty for me. But there was some good times, too. I think it was getting, it'll it'll get better from time to time. It'll be cool some once in a while and everything. It's just, it is what it was. Um, And then it's just, okay, I saw, okay, I saw Tyler. I saw Logic. I saw Russ. Who else did I see? Um, I know I went to the Dreamville Fest. So I saw J. Cole, obviously, um, right. Bonds, <laughs> Earth Gang, you know, the first one and the second one. So that that's that just for those two festivals, though, I saw so many more artists. <laughs> I would uh, like to in, enjoy festival concert going, but the way that heat is set up, the way that people are set up, I don't think I could, like, fully enjoy myself for real. Because Dreamville Festival... Like, don't get me wrong, yeah, it was crowded, but it wasn't like you know what they had going on at Astro World. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it felt like Astro World was a lot crazier or better. I I haven't been, I was saying, like, what happened at Astro when people were jumping on each other and trampling each other. I was like, yeah, I think I'm good on trying to go to a festival for a minute. I mean, I mean the when I first went to the Dreamville uh, Fest and everything, I got separated from my brother and his girlfriend. So it's just like it's just me just walking around. And I'm like, okay, shit. And that's why next time, like literally, I'm literally gonna carry like a power charger. I'm gonna come prepared this time. Like even this time, like ah, the first two times, I was not coming prepared at all. But it's like it's still a good time. But it's just like this time, I'm gonna come with like a power thing to like charge my phone yes. and everything. Definitely gotta carry. That. I would carry like three of them first. Cause I was like sitting there and charging your phone, boy. That's 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 the headache right there, man. Um, but it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna get like a blanket. I gotta get some stuff. So just uh, hopefully by then I'll get another car. By then, cause like I like my car, but it's just like I don't know. It's just I gotta I gotta do some things for it, or at least I can fix it up, do something, maybe trade it in, get like a much newer Toyota Camry. I don't know. But I, I gotta get my hotel like at least two three months beforehand, so I can be at least closer to to Dorothy Dix. So at least like a walking distance, you know what I'm saying? That would be pretty cool. Are you still there? Dang. Stuff happens almost every time. Hello? Oh, dang. Oh, she's not here. Oh, gosh. Oh, dang. Should I pause? I'm going to just pause. Oh, are, are you here? Okay, finally, I am so sorry. That's okay. Dang, what's up with your Wi-Fi? Your Wi-Fi's okay? I don't even know, because any other time, I'm good. Like, I can FaceTime. Right, this uh, this is supposed to be the good spot, but I don't know. I think it's because it doesn't want me to be great. So I'm trying to get it together. It'd be like that. It would really do be like that. But I wanted to reply back to you uh, talking about bringing, you know, a blanket, phone charge. I was thinking the same exact thing because my phone literally died. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to take get two phones. I'm thinking about getting two phones. I'm thinking about getting a Google Pixel and an iPhone 13 or 14. 
and just get a payment plan. You know, once I really start making money, I'm going to just get a payment plan and just call it a day. I wasn't too sure at first, but I, uh, as soon as I realized we could really just get the phone and just get some payment plans and just pay it every month over time, like, I feel like that might be a better a better yeah. you know instead of just buying it all like a thousand dollars in full you know Ooh. yeah because it's like i need me a new phone man i like I, i've been trying to push this android shit for like uh, well over a decade now like this ain't this ain't it man you know what i'm saying that's <laughs> no seriously <laughs> but it's like anyway but it's just like yeah i was in the quality in um that, that was the hotel i was staying on when i had to go to dreamville for the second time and everything and it's i liked it to be honest i might fuck with quality in every time now because it's just i don't know i just i like how they set up that got their setup uh over there and everything so it's just like you know i had to spend two nights there and it was just it was just a good time it was a good time everybody's showing sometimes you might bump into people but the best part about dreamville fest like when i went like this last time i was in a group chat right and uh, i could send you the photos and everything um it's just like we were at a group chat like i think 40 50 deep people and we all met up together at the ferris wheel it was so wholesome it was just so it was just great man great vibes everything it was just everybody just met up in the same place we all just took a picture together it was just it was just nice i think i'll send you actually i think i might send you the photo right now actually that's awesome i we well we um how do I explain it? We took our cousins uh, with us to Dreamville Fest and we only had two other, wait, no. We took both of our cousins to Dreamville Fest and we also met one of their uh, one of their girlfriends there as well. So it was five of us in total and we just had the best time. Um, we try to stay in touch and stay as close as we can, but you know, things happen. Yeah, a lot of things happen, man. No, I swear, I swear, man. No, really. But it's just like it's just it's hard to be keeping up with people and everything at Dreamville Fest. The cool thing is like you might bump into people from like from like you know, back in the day or whatnot, and it's like you know it's just if you're on good terms and so I'm about to send you the photo actually right now. Okay. Uh, hold up. Um, how can I send this? I'm such a grandpa. <laughs> so like, I'm sorry because it's just like I don't know it. What to do? Okay, not, not use as. I'm not trying to use that as anything. I'm trying to send it. How do I send it? How do I send it? I know I can send it. Um, how do you send it? Okay, there. There, I tapped three dot. Okay, no, no, I already did that. Uh, okay, share. Yeah, that's 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 how you do. It. Uh, Be careful, because if you're like me, I almost shared a picture that was only supposed to go to my messages. Because uh, you know how you swipe and it looks like you're about to post on your story yeah yeah that's what i accidentally did and i thought i sent the picture but i definitely put it on my story <laughs> yeah no it could be like that man hold on i think it's uh okay i'm about to send it to my chats uh okay 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 low cold track okay taylor marshall right there yeah i'm, I'm sending it to you right now okay it's coming yeah it says sent to you right now Right. Okay, come on, Wi-Fi. Don't do this to me. Oh, that's so sweet. You yeah, a group of people. Wow. Yeah, no, seriously. And like my brother and his girl didn't didn't believe that I was going I was gonna meet up with them and everything. I am very <laughs> jealous. Oh my gosh. No, seriously, I can't wait to print this out and put this in a photo album. <laughs> and put a date on it and everything. From Dreamville Fest. Uh, I got a shirt. Oh my gosh, I gotta get it out of storage before I leave. I got a shirt. We, we you there? Dang, this keep keep cutting out and shit. Ain't that a? Can you hear me now? Yeah, it went out a little bit. Oh my god. That's okay. okay. Get back. I mean, do you want me to just cut this and record the show? I mean, we only got seven minutes. I can cut the show. We can just hop on. And then you can probably get your stuff situated until then. Damn. You, you there still? Can you hear me? Hello? 
Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm about to cut it off right now, and then we can hop on a little bit since we only got six minutes left in this uh, recording. Okay. Dang, do me dirty like this? I hate my Wi-Fi. Okay, thank you. That's okay. I'm going to cut it off, and then you can be able to and just let me know whenever you're ready and everything. Actually, uh, I'll cut it off, and I'm going to let the first half upload and download, and then I'm going to hop back on for the next recording for the other half of the interview, and then uh, I'll give you a little bit more time to get things situated. Is that all right? That is perfect. Alright, cool. Alright. Okay. Alright, cool. Now we're back at it again. Not like a crack at it per se, but we're back. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we've been talking about festivals and everything in Dreamville Fest. I know you're trying to attend the next Dreamville Fest, correct? Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Especially with VIP because, don't get me wrong, the concert experience is fun, but I need space. And I think I'm going to get me a VIP pass or something like that. Yeah, it's good to switch it up just a little bit and everything. You know, like the first two years, okay, the first year. Uh, you know, the first time I went to Dreamville Fest, I took a bu- I took the train actually from my college. Cause I, was in, uh, I didn't have a car at the time. And uh, I had to take the train all the way from from Durham to Raleigh, which really wasn't that long. I had to wake up early in the morning. Uh, get on that train, be on my way there, and then I walked the rest of the way there. Ooh, that sounds like the train. It, it wasn't that far, actually. It was like a good 20, 30 minutes worth of walking. Really? Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not that bad. You get to go in town and stuff like that. It's not that bad. I think it was like 25 minutes, actually, when you think about it. I look, sometimes I like me a good walk. There's nothing wrong with that. No, seriously. If like, you be listening to your music and everything, you know, it's just, it'd just be, it'd be cool and everything. You'd just be, just be walking on the way there. And it's just like, you know, I was in line and everything. I had, my, had everything with me. I had my bag. And I think I was wearing a jersey that time. I think I was wearing my Monstars jersey. You know the Monstars, right, from Space Jam? Of course. Of course. I was scared of them. <laughs> Yo, you were scared of the Monstars? Because I thought they were real. Like, I thought that stuff could happen in real life when I first watched Space Jam. So I was like, I got to worry about Monstars existing? That's crazy. My aliens taking your talent. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why that for some reason struck a nerve in my childhood, but it definitely. No, it's okay. We all got weird childhood fears. Like I know I was afraid of uh, the alien from ET. Like that creeped me out. Oh, that's valid. That's valid. Yeah, because it's like, bro, like why is this geared towards children? He looks like weird, like with his eyes and everything. Very uncomfortable to look at. Unsettling on the eyes. I thought I was the only one. Everyone loved it. I creeped out. It was like, what's wrong with you? Like, no. Why does he look so weird? Like, well, no matter I, what version they made of him, it doesn't look good. It didn't I'm look. So sorry. It didn't look right. I, okay, I was nothing. You know, ever watched the movie Robots? Oh yes. I was I was creeped out by by the red robot, the funny one. Really? Yeah, like before I even watched the movie, it wasn't until I actually watched it. I was like, oh yeah, he's he's cool. Like, Let's see. I don't know something about him just creeped me out. I don't know why. Like, I, I would have like I would have weird dreams. Or Martin, or like scary dreams, because I, I was watching Bad Boys as a kid too. So I, I oh, guess like too. all my imaginations were just kind of like overlapping to one dream and Shrek. Yeah. Like I feel like you know, I had a dream where it's like Martin Lawrence, no, 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 or uh, or Will Smith turned into like Shrek, and like Martin oh, no. Lawrence turned into oh, no. the to the robot from Fender, and it just like and they and they were dependent on me for for me to like change them back, and I didn't know how to do it. And I was just like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> That was some weird ass dreams, man. It sounds like your brain hit shuffle for sure. It's like, I, all right, what's the best we can come up with for tonight? This is it right here. Yeah. Then you just randomly created a, a child core memory from your dreams. <laughs> no, seriously. That's why I don't mess with stuff like LSD or shrooms and all because I don't want to be putting that chance again. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I lie to you. It was, I have done shrooms before, but it wasn't, uh, as what I thought it would be. It was a very enlightening experience. I must say that. I might try it. I, I don't think I'm good for LSD, though. I, I think <laughs> I got to ease into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I get a little bit better from, I get a better reviews from shrooms than I would from LSD. Like, yeah, I, I would, yeah, I would pretty much recommend that a lot, a lot more. Like, I don't want to have, like, a bad, um... A bad trip? Yeah, bad trip. Like, well, I'm just walking in the street, just buck naked or something. Like, I don't want to, don't want to deal with that. If you're gonna do any of those things, you have to be with people for one that uh that know how to take care of you, and two that you can trust to do that. Yeah. Because 
I, some people, I don't know why they uh, they don't take those precautions, but it's definitely necessary because I was nervous at first, but, um, but it, it went really well. It went a lot better than I thought it would. I feel like I'd have to eat them. Like maybe they got the little gummy bears or something like that. I'd probably just take one and I'm just like, I'm not touching anything. <laughs> just one. <laughs> just like, just go on to the one that just uplifts your mood and just leaves it <laughs> And just, I think I'm just good with that. Cause like that could be used in place of antidepressant, you know, like. If it's- yeah. Some places are, um, are, uh, legalizing or should I say legalizing or decriminalizing? I don't know. It depends on which state. Some of them are legalizing. Some of them are decriminalizing because small doses, uh, apparently help some people with the things that they're going through and makes them feel better physically. I, I was like, very shocked because I always perceive shrooms as like one of those hardcore things. Yeah, growing up, and then you get older, it's like, oh, it's just one of those other hidden medicines. That, right, right. That really could have so, been helped. Like maybe that, maybe like the reason why they decriminalize because they probably would have helped with depression and stuff like that. Like I feel like monitored in like a good space. I feel like it would be good to like you know take stuff like that. You know, like like in a like in a medical facility. Could you imagine this? Like, okay, dude, you're depressed. All right, come here, try this. All right, now sit in this room for like a while. We'll monitor you. And then just, <laughs> like, I feel like we could attack it like that. I feel like there'll be less depression in the world because it's just like. Not know. only that, but for people to be able to have those resources and be able to uh, have access to those resources, it's definitely um, many factors that plays into it. I used to think that being depressed was only just because like somebody died or something. But as I grew older, and watch my friends go through their um their episodes in different phases of their lives and then when I personally experienced it I was like this is totally different very different um it's just, I don't know it depends on how they how they grew up how the environment was it's just yeah a lot of factors yeah no seriously man that would just that would be that would just be everything man for real but i'm not too um i'm not too informed in regards to stuff of that matter to really know like i'm not i don't know nothing about shrooms so like the maybe get a gist of what it might make you feel like but that's just about it i mean at least you can uh recognize that you don't know a lot about it and you're not uh rushing to do it because some people are just irresponsible like that i don't know why but i i wanted to be in a great um, great headspace with great people in a great environment before I do anything like that. But if I were to, if I were to consider doing stuff like that, I have to probably move to DC. To be honest, I'm not even gonna lie. I miss DC. I only been maybe four times, two separate times when I was a kid, and then two times as an adult after I graduated high school. Have you been to the um the African American Museum? No, but I've been to the Martin Luther King uh, Library, though. I need to go there next time, for sure. I was in and out of D.C. for, like, 12 times, I think. Dang. Yeah, like, I had to go there for, like, some uh, medical situation and stuff of that nature. But it was just... It's just it's just a really good, dope city, man. Cause I, actually, my dad works at Howard University at, in the hospital, and I definitely want to go to Howard for graduate school one day. So it's like, you know, I was supposed to go this year. But, you know, sadly, like, you know, this year I had different plans. So well, I'll probably think about going next year and stuff. Like, maybe I could probably apply for the fall semester um, next year. And I could probably just, you know, chill here in Charlotte, maybe work, save some money, maybe get a new car. You know, probably do some things, you know, like before going back to school again, you know? Absolutely. I'm a firm believer in definitely gaining your peace before you go back to school. Because that's exactly what I did. I'm getting my... uh my bachelor's in social science and I already have my degree in visual arts, but I'm currently doing my social sciences degree and my UX design certificate. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of bouncing both of them, but I know right before I even decided to do these things, I was like, I need to decompress because burnout was, was really beating me up. Yeah. I was really eager to get back into school though. You know, it's just like if that whole situation, like my whole license situation didn't go crazy, which honestly I'm kind of grateful now because like I got to spend time with my grandfather before he passed this year. So like, you know, know, it's all good and everything. I think he got a new headstone. I'm going to probably take my auntie there tomorrow so I can be able to like just leave flowers and stuff. 
she ain't seen she ain't been there since like you know since he passed so it's just i mean since like we put him to rest in the ground so it's just mm -hmm. yeah so it's like maybe just just some time um maybe to maybe get let her connect a little bit but it's like yeah beyond that um you know it's just it was kind of disappointing how it's like i didn't even have at, at the beginning of the day, i didn't even have like money to like even like apply to howard university graduate school for the business Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was like a hundred some dollars for even try something. What? No, just yeah, no, yeah, just to even take it, it's like a hundred twenty some dollars. What? Yeah, so you have to really study before you even try. Like, but I have to make it work somehow. You know, it's just like it's really yeah. just opinion based questions. So it's like it is what it is. You know. Yeah, I feel like uh, things do well. Things are a little bit easier when they ask you opinion thing, opinionated things. That's just me personally, because I feel like my work is more genuine that way, because I'm speaking from a place of feelings usually. Yeah, so it's like, that's basically what the class is going to be like when I'm at Howard. It's just going to be like, you know, business class is just going to highlight, like, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? Just reading out of the book and then talking about what you read in the book. And then that's just what graduate school is for like the whole year. So it's just, you know, like. Yeah, it's just I just see DC as like my next home and everything, and I just want to be sure that I do everything that I can in Charlotte before I leave. So it's like I guess it's just a blessing. Like I send this goal for my the whole podcast situation. Like, I definitely want to hit 150 episodes, and then it's just like I want to be able to drop a merch line after I drop about uh 50 songs. I uh, maybe want to start a YouTube channel before I leave uh, Charlotte and go to DC. Uh, maybe get a new car. Um, definitely, I if I can save money for that. You know, there's just a lot of things I can do before I bounce. So it's just like once I get those done, it's like you know, I'm out of here. Open season. Yeah, then I want to get my apartment. Probably a couple. If I can, uh, I hope I can find a good job, which probably isn't going to be hard in DC because it's, it's never hard to find a job in DC. I had like three jobs lined up for me in the Nova area, uh, but I had to stay in Charlotte. So it's just like. Literally, they hired me right off the phone. And it's just like, prepared an hour, it's like I had to show up, and then sometimes they might call me, sometimes they might get up to me, sometimes they might pass up to me, you know, whatever. It'll all sort itself out, that's for sure. It'll sort itself out. Oh, yeah, surely. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's just, I always try to be positive about everything, so it's just like, you know, it is what it is on that end. But it's like, uh, back on, like, uh, festivals, uh, who do you think uh, should uh, be on the lineup for... Uh, um, for next year's Dreamville Fest. Hmm. I'm trying to think who hasn't already been on there that would be co-adjacent or the opposite of him. I haven't really been listening to anybody new either. Um. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a good way to put it. Like that's basically what it is. It's either co-adjacent or the opposite at Dreamville Fest. Like. Because when I saw that first lineup and I looked, I was like, what? They had Nelly on the first one, I think. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, but how does that make, <laughs> make sense? I mean, because, cool, I mean, Nelly got some got some bangers and everything, but it's like, you know, it's just, plus he's kind of from a side where people never really imagined rappers would make it from, you know, like from the Midwest and like, Africa. what was he from, Louisiana? I think, what, what? Not, Nelly's not from I Louisiana. I can't tell you. He was from somewhere <laughs> in the Midwest, I remember. But it's like, yeah, yeah. That, that Nelly era was crazy, bro. And they had, I think, Ja Rule and Ashanti this year. Um, yeah, I watched the uh, the live stream from Houston because, like I said, we were supposed to uh, we were supposed to watch the festival in person, but with moving and all that, we didn't want a chance it. But we definitely did watch the live stream of it. Me and my mom, that is, and then my husband only watched for a little bit longer. But um, I was like, this is kind of crazy because he was putting it off for uh, Corona, and I was so excited to go. Yeah, man. It, it was off for two whole years, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, dude, that's crazy, man. <laughs> man, it just was off for two years, then it came out of nowhere. It was packed. There were so many people there, man. It's just it's just a good time, man. I can't wait to come again this year, bro. It's just, I feel like I'll be in a much better place than where I was this year. It was like a miracle I even went this year because it's just, I know it was sold out. Some people wanted to go and they wasn't able to go. So it's like, for me, my brother and uh, his girlfriend, it's like a yearly tradition for us now to go there. You know, since we went to the first one, the second one. So we're trying to go to third, fourth, fifth. 
six. Maybe I could perform on one of those one day once I really blow up. <laughs> Look, I don't blame you at all. It's it's great to have the first of all the drive to even do all the things that you do because I know if I tried doing a podcast and merchandise and trying to get a job and then move this way I know I'll be burnt out so the fact that you're already handling what you're handling right now and then being able to more than likely go to the festival later and maybe even perform that's a drive that I wish that I had that's for sure I mean, but it is what it is. I mean, you move out of your hometown. You're already in Houston, where so you wanted to be in Texas and Houston, right? You're living in Houston right now, right? Actually, no. My uh, my husband he got assigned to go to Houston, and the the sites of it depends on. I mean, the size of the site depends on how long we're gonna be there. So we ended up being there for a year, mm-hmm. even though I didn't even anticipate going to a major city like that. But that's just where we ended up. But tell me, how was it like out there in Houston? But like to move out of your hometown and every like Vietnam and everything, it's kind of humble. Then to go to Houston, yeah, that's a big transition. Like I'm trying to leave Charlotte and go to DC, and it's just, at least they're both metropolitan. Not saying the Fayetteville isn't metropolitan by any matter, but I would assume like it's like Fayetteville is just kind of a little bit more humbler compared to like a Houston. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot less lively, um, Fayetteville that is because. My before we got married, my husband was in Utah at first. And so I got my associate's degree uh, before I followed him across the country to Utah. And that was definitely out of my comfort zone because I don't even know where Utah is for a moment. So I was just like, hmm, where can I even fit in in this state? And so we made the best time of it. And then after that, we... um. We moved to Illinois. That was very dull. Don't recommend it. Uh, and then after Illinois, we moved to Midland, Texas. Then after Midland, we moved to Houston. So I, I have had my fair share of seeing things. And Houston was, quite frankly, amazing. Dang, I didn't think, like, Illinois would be the city where it's just kind of – I thought Illinois would be popping in Chicago. You, you weren't living in Chicago, though, right? No, I was living in Decatur, Illinois. Oh, um, so it's the chill town, not the big town. No, it's not even chill. It was just straight up depressing. <laughs> Dang, wow. But Houston, um, it was everything I could want in a place to live. There's always something to do. There's always new people, all types of people to meet. Um, the styles, the food is to die for because everybody and a mama can cook. And Louisiana is right next door. So some of the people from Louisiana come to Houston and open up restaurants and stuff like that. Um, the club scene is crazy. Really and, crazy. And, and what city are you going to say again? Houston. And you, yeah, I know. I bet it's crazy out there. So it's, like, it's just fun all around all the time. All the time, like you, anything that you could even think about doing, they definitely have it. Like if you're an art, artsy fartsy type person, they got something for you. If you like, you know, messing with the music scene, they definitely got that group of people. Then you got um, some people who just do the normal stuff, like retail jobs or whatever. It's it's really it's really diverse. Yeah, I'd be hearing a lot of people be wanting to move to Texas. And I'd be like, you know, what's down there in Texas? I'd be thinking it's racist down there, like even more racist. Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. It depends. uh, Because Texas is like a country, in my opinion. It's Mm -hmm. like a, there's West Texas and there's East Texas. Uh, West Texas, I can't really speak too much on because I was only there for like a few months. But um, being in Houston, you had everybody they get along but trust and believe there are people out there who are definitely racist depends on what day you ran into them though <laughs> dang man it's just like i be noticed the houses are large and i'm like dang you could really start a family here and everything you really that's what i'm thinking about well we that's what we're thinking about doing after um after we save up enough money we might move back to houston and just call it a day because we both like it and like you said the houses there are big yeah, like I be seeing it like, man, and they're not even, and the, the price of the houses there are just so, they're just work. And I'm just like, man, why do they want to build a wall so bad and everything? Yeah, so much damn space over there and everything to like just have those big old houses. I'm like, man, how, and they, and the house of the design is so nice looking. Like, wow, you really can look like a king down here. But it's like, I would like to move down to Texas in a sense, I just got to get a feel for it. 
But it's just like, you know, all most of my family is in North Carolina, Philadelphia, or like a little bit Me Minnesota. too. So it's just like I want to be somewhere in the middle of that, you know. So that's why, you know, that's why if I had to word move it out to be like DC, because DC ain't that far from like a Philly or uh Minnesota or it's kinda in the middle of all that. You know what I mean? So it's just like yeah. I don't feel like I have to commute so far and everything, you know. So it's like, yo, that's crazy that she traveled to so many different places and stuff. Like my sense I of never it might be Vegas. Oh, really? You might consider living in Vegas? No, the next place we might be moving for his job site might be Vegas. Wow. I'm hoping and praying because like, I've already been to the West Coast. I, like, I've been to Oregon and Utah, but I was supposed to go to Vegas with my husband when we were there, but we just never got around to it. So I'm just hoping that we can because I know it's different and the weather is different. Um, Don't know what the people are like at all but i'm looking forward to it i really hoping so yeah man that sounds amazing las vegas is definitely on the bucket list of places i would like to travel and i mean that's a crazy that's a sad thing about my 20s so far it's so like uneventful right now because like where i'm at and like just trying to find doing all this shit and everything so it's just like i'd be wanting to like maybe if i could travel go to las vegas or maybe travel like the france or paris to just just go to united kingdom or maybe cancun or maybe bahamas Ooh, I'm about to go to cancun in november. oh you want to go to cancun in november Yes, for our honeymoon, because believe it or not, before COVID, we were like, we should get married. Like, we've been together for like five, six years now. We should definitely get married. And so right when we planned something, COVID hit. And so we had to put off our honeymoon trip for about two years. So we're finally going in November. That's cool, man. That's great. But I think very affordable. That's crazy though. I mean, I feel. I think my brother and his girlfriend have been together since I think uh, close to seven years now, but they're still like still kind of young though. Like they're still in the like mm-hmm. twenty twenty two. Like yeah, so like they're just still trying to wait until they get their degrees and everything before they want to move forward with any of that. Very understandable, but yeah, I, I it's um for one person, and if you plan the right play, play if you plan the right way, it can uh it can definitely go. Uh, very smoothly. There's a few places I got to think of that uh should be easy travel and affordable, but I also want to go to those places you mentioned, like Paris or the UK. It's just the world is so big, and to not experience this big world is is a, is a crime. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just it's really. It's really, really crazy, man. The whole traveling situation that you that you've been on and everything so far, and even marrying so young, like still living in houses and stuff like that. Like I'm still, I'm still trying to get life figured out on my end and everything. I'm still trying to find good apartments in D.C. before I move. I want to save up as much money as I can, but also like focus my money on like other projects too. Like I definitely want to drop at least fifty songs um before I leave Charlotte for sure. If I can drop fifty before I turn twenty five. Um, that would be wonderful. I think it's possible too, because I actually got like a producer that'll be little. Li- li- right. I'll let me record, uh, for two hours for fifty dollars and everything, and it's just like you know, it's just if you if I were to do like a hundred dollars every week, and uh, that'll be like that's just four songs. So that's like a right. song, twenty five dollars each. So it's just like you know, you just keep at it for like four songs a week. For like, you know, like I definitely think it's feasible. Yeah. Especially if it's something that you enjoy. And on top of that, I just wanna say I look, we do not have it completely together. It, look, both of us, me and him, we're still trying to figure things out just like you. It's just some things just so happen to work out and others just because of networking and the other half is because his job pays for the places that we live in. That's so nice. We try to save as much money as possible so we don't have to come out of pocket for a lot of stuff or just in case something crazy happens. But trust and believe, we we still trying to figure this stuff out, too. Okay, well, I mean, it's still reassuring and everything, but that's still pretty good that you I can actually move out, like, your hometown and stuff of that mm-hmm. nature. Because I'd be wondering, like, if I were to blow up, like, in D.C. and everything, like, would Charlotte still, like, you know, consider me, like, their own or be like, oh, he, he left Charlotte? And one somewhere else. Some yeah, like- some people are like that with Cole. I mean, yeah, but I it's feel, just I wouldn't stay in favor if I were him either. I just, 
not only that, but being a famous rapper in your own hometown, you know how that goes. Yeah, I know it's dangerous because so many people <laughs> have are hating on you. Like, dude, like I had so many haters growing up, even in high school and everything, to go to college, and like people still try to like snicker at you, or whatever, over like rumors or all types of nonsensical BS and stuff of that nature. It's 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 a lot, man. When you're just trying to do something positive, and people just try to like drag you. Living your life, and here comes somebody else upset. Yeah, man, and it's just like, you know, it's just, it was such like a weird, weird thing, like, like growing up and everything. It is weird, because it's like, I'm minding my business, and for some odd reason, you don't like that I'm minding my business. <laughs> no, dead ass, like, it's like, it's just like, I remember this, this used to like mess with me, just because like, I used to write, like, cause I write poetry, so like, that's what transitions into raps and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And, like, he would get upset because I would write in my notebook and people would say something positive about it. Like, it's just, like, like what kind of weird stuff is that and everything? He would just do all types of weird stuff, like, make rumors saying that, like, I hate women and stuff like that. And so that people, is wild. No, that it was mad wild. But it was just only so much I could do about it because, like, if you listen to somebody just believe And dude was, like, two years older than me. We weren't even in the same grade. Yeah, that's weird. That's yeah. mad weird really really mad here on some stalker type stuff he would like take pictures and just try to show pictures of me like the other people like it was like you know like why would you need that to get by your day like i don't i don't know but it was just he doesn't do anything now he's he claimed to be like a producer he doesn't do nothing now like you don't hear nothing from him at all and everything i actually got a mixtape out like last year and stuff it was 12 tracks from my first mixtape you still there yeah i'm still here I could just I'd be feeling like you're pausing. I don't hear you. Oh, damn, she cut off again. But yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to put that mixtape out and everything. And I'm trying to make a sequel to that mixtape. Like, that first mixtape was called Ego Trip. I don't know if you heard it yet. Have you heard it yet? I honestly have not because I get so caught up in things that don't even have nothing to do with some of my followers. Like, I see some things by chance. I'm not even going to lie to you. But oh. if they have something out and they put something out. I try to support it if I see it. I'll send it to you if you like. I'll send you Go a link. Ahead. I'll drop it to you like right quick and you can just check it out on your downtime and everything. Definitely. My SoundCloud got 1,500 followers. That's awesome because I look mm, SoundCloud looks like a tough crowd for me. I don't even know how I got 1,500. I forgot. I think I like Because you have talent. It was like promotion <laughs> and stuff like that. Like yeah, some promotions. What yeah. is on my sock? Oh my gosh. Sorry. Well, what's on your what? My sock. I felt something on the bottom of my sock. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> it's probably nothing. Hold on. So it's like, yeah, I just dropped the link and everything. So anytime you're like, uh, yeah, if you want to check it out. Oh, no, that's just my SoundCloud page. That's not my mixtape. Oh, man, my bad. I can go from there. It won't be hard to find. Yeah, I only got like one mixtape up. So it's like, <laughs> it's been a minute, man. It's just, I feel so, so bad for not dropping anything. So yeah. Look, don't, trust me. I know how it feels because that's how I feel with painting. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I haven't done it in a while. But, yo, you got to give yourself some grace. You yeah, gotta give yourself some grace. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, I guess I could consider like some grace. I was hoping to drop fifty songs before the end of this year, but I think I'm just gonna just change it up to fifty songs before I turn twenty five, and I think that's just gonna be like like where I'm at with that. Um, because like you know, I'm still trying to figure out if I should just pick like this job that's about to pick me up that actually called mm -hmm. me back to give me this opportunity. Because I need to save as much money as I can. Or if I'm thinking about maybe just going with the next job on that, we'll start to like October 1st. And maybe I can just do part-time one side and part-time the other. I don't even know. This is It's going to be a weird transition. Like, you know, it's just. Yeah. And now I got this other job that came up. <laughs> so that's three jobs now. And like one of them actually seems. And well, this one actually seems kind of viable too. Like where it's just like all I have to do is just keep. Uh, showing up to events for marketing and just talk about uh, uh, just talk about dare. You know, dare the whole like don't do drugs thing or whatever. Yeah. But it's like I think now they're more focused on bullying and stuff like that, which is like okay, I can I can deal. Like I've I've been bullied too, so I guess this should be easy and everything. Funny thing is, I only got bullying experiences with adults. <laughs> like me being a kid and it being an adult is trying to bully me. This it's so weird. Yeah, there'd be adults bullying kids, and it'd be weird. Like, I know, it's just, like, I know I was working at Compare Foods and everything, 
and which is like you know mostly Hispanic owned and everything. So it's like I was like a bus boy there. So it's like of course you get some racism here and there, and everything. I think there was this one beautiful Mexican girl that used to work there. We used to like talk or whatever, not like on some romantic, just on some platonic like cool stuff. Like maybe it was romantic. I don't know. Um, and then I feel like this this other Mexican kid that was working there felt some type of way about that. So it's just like she would like go start rumors saying that like I was messing with like some other gay dude working at the working there or whatever. Uh, oh crap, it's that ten minutes. And it's like it was like weird. All the black two 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 black adults I was working there would like you know like support him and everything. Would always like go around saying I was stupid and stuff like that. Like it was like like these. That's messed. It sounds like he was jealous of the fact that you and her were platonic or friend or whatever. He didn't I mean, like that. We, we just like, talked. Oh. It wasn't even a big deal. I didn't even think she liked me like that. It was just like a, like, we're just cool type, but it was like, whatever. He just seemed like a jealous type no matter what. Even if you were, white, he's like, you know what? I don't like that. So I'm going to start me from. <laughs> I I've been through that cycle a lot. Really. I never really understood why though. Like I'm just I'm chill or whatever, but it's just like I never like I'm not some drop dead like Adonis or whatever like that. I'm just a cool dude and like that's just it. But you no, know, I just, just never understood it, but it, it is what it is. Um but yeah, I kind of understand it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, but it's just I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to like what's coming like this next month though cuz Cause I know homecoming for my school is coming up like, um, late uh, late September. No, 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 late October. Uh, near Halloween time. So it's just like I want to be able to pull out my tickets for that. So it's just like you know, I'm I'm really really looking forward to that and things like that. As you should, cause I feel like it's gonna be one. It's gonna be a good experience, and two, you can add to one of the things that you feel like if you're not feel like you live in your life like you should in your 20s you could just start from there and then just make other plans yeah no seriously no really like i think like things are gonna slowly change like starting now so it's like, i feel like my my luck's slowly gonna turn around and about so it's like you know like i'm i'm just looking forward to everything moving forward so like i'm, I'm pretty positive about things and like, stuff like that. things are about to change or you know there's a next chapter in your life you can literally feel it like yeah. Would you say that you're spiritual? Like you believe in manifestation and stuff? I would say that I'm more spiritual than religious, even though I don't even, like, I'm not bound to a religion, but I feel like being spiritual is something that I can more than likely be than religious because I grew up in a church and I had questions and then those questions that I asked, my family was not really sure where I was going with it. So I just kept it to myself, finding some uh, finding some self-reflection of, you know, what do I believe in? And I still don't know yet, but... That's kind of where I'm at right now myself. I, I, mean, I still go to church and everything, but it's like just because I want to build a more better relationship with God. And it's like this one time I prayed with this pastor in regards to one of my grandmothers getting better, and she really started getting better. So it's like, okay, maybe that's a sign I need to really start coming to church more often. I feel like if you have a personal relationship with God or gods or goddesses, whatever some people may believe, I feel like if you have a personal connection with them, you know, church is not, um, what is it, mandatory. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people I know who don't go to church, but they feel that they have a stronger connection with God that way. Yeah, man, no, seriously, like, for real, like, like, but it's like it's always good to like at least be mindful to a certain degree. As long as you're like a cool person and everything, that's all that matters, yeah. right? But yeah, I'm still on that journey. Mm. I'm not sure what I believe, who I believe, but I'm chilling right now, and I'm pretty sure whatever it is that I'm seeking, it will find me on its own. Yeah, that's a good attitude uh, to take and everything. So I, I and I know we only got like about a couple minutes left, so we gotta close this kind of as easy as possible. But before we go, I want to ask, like, what are some uh, concerts that you feel like you want to uh, like like head on to? Like, what are some concerts you wish you could uh, see in person? Like, any artist in particular you want to see live? Uh, <laughs> for sure, Outcast. Before I die, I have to see Outcast in concert. Yes, Outcast, most definitely, or or Run the Jewels. I've heard of them. I've only heard two of their songs, though. But um, I the only, the songs that I have heard, I do like. I'm not even gonna lie. 
reason why I bring that up is because Killer Mike been on hella outcast songs though, and he usually yeah. kills He um he's an interesting guy. I didn't see him with a lot of shows lately these oh, these last few years. And then I remember I was like, you know, that guy kind of looks familiar, and I'm not sure where. <laughs> it really didn't click until years later. I was like, oh, because I was listening to uh, was it Kryptonite? I can't remember if it was Kryptonite or something else. I was like, this voice sounds really familiar, <laughs> and I never seen the man before, like on television or in pictures. So to me, some people, if they don't got a name, and I mean, if they don't got a face to the name, I just be like, mm, it is what it is. So he was one of them people. <laughs> Yeah, man, I was saying. But what other what other what other people outside of Outcast though? Um, I just missed System of a Down. Not oh, you listen to System of a Down too, the rock band? Yes, I just missed them. Apparently they were on tour with Korn and I did not know. Yeah. And I also wasn't close enough to go to the concert anyways. So yeah, I'm very, very upset about that. Uh, okay. All right, besides um, System of a Down, what else? Uh, let's see. I just made a list about two weeks ago. Mm -mm. Okay, okay. Uh, the weekend. Oh my gosh, how could I forget? The weekend, the weekend, oh, yeah. the weekend, the weekend. Because I have been a fan since uh, the trilogy album. Uh, and I know that he is either about to start his uh europe tour because i didn't get to catch him on his american tour because me and my, my husband were in the process of moving and we didn't know where we would be at to go see him and i was just anticipating it so bad but i never got to see so i might just have to wait till vegas or something um let's see i don't know i feel like i have a lot of people i'm not mentioning it'll probably come to me a lot later <laughs> Yeah, I know I want to see Russ in concert again. That'd be cool. Um, definitely want to do that. I definitely want to see Tyler Crater in concert again. Definitely got to see Kendrick and Drake in concert. Yes, definitely, yes. Definitely yes. on the bucket list. And if I could if I could see 50 Cent or like Eminem, they just go on, on tour with the whole Shady Collective, I definitely want to do that. Um, oh, um, Tame Impala, for sure. Tame Impala, got to be that. Yeah, that that would be nice, and it's just like I don't know. I like to go one of those '90s groups tour, like they had like Drew Hill or like High Five or whatever. Um, I would definitely want to show up to those too. Like, why not? Like, who cares? Like that that'd be pretty cool. Really did mess with those '90s vibes back in the day. Um, but yeah, since we only got like two minutes, I think it's best for us to like kind of close off and everything. I do appreciate you for hopping on, Taylor Pierce. Uh. It was really, really wonderful to have you on, like, seriously, and be, like, the hundredth freaking episode. That is so amazing. Congratulations. A <laughs> hundred episodes. Now we got to do the 50 songs. Oh, yeah. No, seriously, yeah. But, no, I got 50 more episodes until I reach my main, main goal. And then, yeah, maybe, like, 50 songs. I have 50 more songs. And then I could really, really just chillax for like a real little bit. But well, I, I, I relax. I don't know. I'm just always on to the next thing. Like if it's a YouTube channel or whatever, I just, I got to do it. But if you got any uh, last words, you're free to do so. Let people know. Got two minutes. Uh, I wanted to thank you for asking me to come on the show because I, I don't really be into the podcast stuff, but I'm definitely down for people who have genuine, you know, interest in others and how they think and that's one of the other reasons why i wanted to come on here too when you asked me also because you're just cool and yeah so thank you for having me thank you very very much taylor pierce that's episode 100 a yeah. of the Mental podcast we sewing in now we're sewing out all right that's it